Welcome to this episode of On Finding Peace, brought to you by Life's Journey Life Coaching. Our host, Chris Shea, is a counselor, nationally recognized speaker, and author on topics of guiding us to finding peace in our daily lives. Learn more about Chris Shea by visiting his website, www.lifesjourneyblog.com. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of On Finding Peace. I'm your host, Chris Shea, and this is the podcast where we talk about practical tips that we all can do on a daily basis, which can lead us to finding our inner peace. I know that inner peace is possible. I've been without it. I've found ways to get it. And on this podcast, we talk about ways that we can find it and so keep it on a daily basis. Um, it is in my shed where I actually do a lot of my work. It's quiet in here. It gives me a chance to change some scenery, uh, a chance to, you know, just kind of get away without really getting away. So... Um, I do have the amenities that I need in here. I have my soda uh, off to my right, and I have my heater in front of me because uh, it is a little chilly out and surrounded by tools and yard stuff. So a little getaway. So what we're uh, looking to do with these shed talks is just to have some informal discussion uh, hopefully to meet some of you and hear what's going on in your lives. And we can talk about, you know, coping with life, coping with stressors, anxieties, um, goals, all that kind of fun stuff. Kind of the stuff that I would do uh, with my clients in my office or online uh, for those sessions. But, you know, kind of kicking back in the shed and just kind of chilling out a bit and just talking. So this is my first Facebook Live. So I'm going to assume, which I know it happens when we assume, but I'm going to assume that this uh, is working at the moment. Um, so hopefully that is true. Um, Let's see, low voting polls, Could you after your video ends. Yeah, sure, why not? I did set up a, a couple polls, uh, so I just wanted to put this uh, first one up at the moment. Um, you know, give it, give you a chance to uh, take a look at this, you know, and just to answer uh, as honestly as you can as to are you happy? And, uh, you know, I'm not going to define happy at this point. We're just going to ask each of you to um, let us know, you know, are you happy? Are you not happy? And if you want to put in some comments or, you know, throw some things down as to why you are or are not, uh, definitely let us know so we can interact and uh, have some fun. Um, the topic that I was looking to cover today uh, was talking about happiness, uh, hence the question, are you happy? And the reason I bring that one up 
is many people tend to look at their life goal or judge where they are in life based on their level of happiness. So for our purposes at this moment, what I would describe happiness as our level of satisfaction with what we have at the moment. Now, when we say with what we have, that could be our material goods, that could be relationships, that could be, well, you know, anything. So, you know, it doesn't just have to be, um, you know, the goods themselves. So, um, whatever that may be for you, you know, are you happy? Now, the topic that I put into the discussion was, you know, happiness is not a goal that I encourage people to strive toward. And that may seem a little strange. You know, why, why would I stay away from, um, you know, goals, uh, you know, of happiness? That, that just doesn't seem to make sense. Well, the reason that I would say this is, you know, when we look at happiness as, am I satisfied with what I have right now? That comes and goes. You know, I, I might, as a child, be satisfied with, um, you know, a cardboard box. And that fulfills me. And, and I would say, hey, as a child, you know, I'm, I'm quite happy right now. But that changes. I become a teenager or young adult, and that box may not do it for me anymore. So what I mean by happy is going to change. I go into adulthood and happiness changes. I advance through adulthood and uh, the whole notion of happiness changes again. So, you know, when we look at this whole idea of, well, my life's goal is to be happy. So are you saying happy right now? Or are you talking about you would like to always be happy? If you always want to be happy, how are you going to do that if when... Um, you know, you are changing all the time and your level of happiness and satisfaction is changing. So, uh, you know, I'm really looking at happiness as this fleeting emotion. You know, it's, it's just something that kind of comes and goes. And, and if it comes and goes, there's not much that I can do to really control it. So for me, happiness really isn't uh, the life goal that I encourage all of you or encourage my clients to uh, uh, go after. Um, I'd like to welcome people who are joining. So it's uh, good to have all of you uh, joining me in the shed, so to speak. Um, as I mentioned in my promo, uh, this really is my shed. This, this is not a stage. This isn't made up. Um, this really is my shed. So, um, you know, if you have any uh, questions or comments, feel free to write them down. But, you know, when we look at how happiness becomes this fleeting thing, this is why I don't encourage it uh, as a life goal. 
So then you might say, well, you know, if we're not encouraging happiness, then what's the point? And that's a good question. You know, I'm not at all saying don't be happy. You know, I mean, it's important to be happy. You know, an important event happens and you're going to be happy. Um, You know, a a life milestone and you're probably going to be happy. But, you know, when you think about the last time that you had a major milestone in life or the last time that you were the happiest, how long did that last? And if you think back on that moment, can you find that emotion again? And if you can find that emotion again, can you live it to its fullest as you did then? Odds are you can't. I've tried this a lot and I can't. Now, I, I would you know, say that most of the time, if I'm going to answer the question I have on the screen, are you happy? Well, I would say most of the time, yeah, I'm, I'm generally happy. Am I happy all of the time? (laughs) Please. Who is happy all of the time? Life happens. We know that life happens. We know that, you know, things go wrong in life. And and we know that, um, you know, we can walk around and say, you know, will I ever be happy ever again? But one of the things that we can look at, though, is start talking about things such as contentment, and inner peace. Because when we look at what is contentment, what is inner peace, that to me becomes life goal. You know, when I talk a lot about inner peace and, you know, people say, well, you know, well, what is inner peace? You know, how, how can I achieve this inner peace? Well, we mainly know what happiness is. You know, we know that feeling and that emotion. But can I really sit back and say, hmm, I'm peaceful right now. What does that mean? See, for me, as I've been reflecting on this over the last few years and working with my clients, I've come to realize that many of us feel stressed and anxious in two specific situations. One, when we feel out of control. So if I'm dealing with something in life that I feel is totally out of my control and there's nothing that I can do about it, I'm going to feel pretty stressed over that because generally speaking, we like to be in control. That's just human nature. So when we're not in control, thank you for the thumbs up, appreciate that. So when we're not in control, then the stress goes up. When we can find ourselves back in what we think is control, then our stress is going to go down. But for me, the other issue with the inner peace is we can feel more of an inner peace when we are in union with ourselves. What do I mean with that? Well, if you think back to what your values are, what is important to you, um, what is something that you strive for in life, what holds meaning for you, and then look at yourself. Are you acting 
and thinking in ways that are in union with, in conjunction with those values, those beliefs, what is important to you. And I think when we can become more in tune with what it is that's really important deep down, what do we truly value out of life? And then we begin to live that way. So we start to act in certain ways. We start to think in certain ways that, you know, really unite us with that. That's when we start to feel an inner peace. Because the inner peace then joins all of our person together. Therefore, I'm at peace with myself. I'm in union with myself. When I start doing things that go against who I am, and it doesn't have to be major things, but, you know, if, if I start thinking, uh, let's say, with a lot of frustration or a lot of anger or, um, you know, feeling so out of control, um, you know, a, as those anxieties increase and as those thoughts, you know, change, I'm not in sync with who I am. And when I'm not in sync with who I am, then I'm going to lose that piece. So for me, that's, you know, really where we look at uh, this whole thing of inner peace. You know, find out what's truly important in my life and live in accordance with what is important. And those times when we don't feel at peace are probably the times that we're slipping a little bit. And we're all going to do that. So, you know, a lot of it is just how do I live in the moment where I can find what's bothering me, try to bring it back in line with my beliefs and my values, try to come up with a response or a coping mechanism that would be in line with myself. Um, see, in so doing, we're going to find peace. And that's where I think it becomes very important to have some form of meditation, some form of, of relaxing. Um, in a sense, find your shed. You know, part of the reason that I, I do like to sit out in the shed with, with my computer and all is, you know, that peacefulness where I'm away from the ordinary. And it's different. You know, I mean, seriously, how many people sit in a shed at night? So, you know, take it for that. But if you can start to find, you know, how do you go to a place, whether it's a physical place or a mental state, that you can kind of get away from what it is that, um, you know, stresses you. Find that place where you can relax. Find a place where you could have some comfort. When you do that, then you can reflect on what's going on in your own life and then try to bring into alignment all of that stuff that, that's happening. So now I can see, well, what is it that's bothering me? And now I can bring it into alignment. Um, 
you know, I can think of a way that I'm going to respond or that I'm going to cope with, and I'm going to bring it into alignment with my beliefs and my values. You know, because sometimes when we look at life and, and you know, let's just be a realist a minute, you know, there, there's some times in life we just have no control over whatever it is that's happening. And it might be bad. It might not be beneficial for us. But honestly, there's nothing I can do about it. In situations like that, you have to get creative and find out, well, what exactly is in my control in this? And it's probably not that situation itself that I'm in control of. And that's fine. But what you would then look at is, well, what can I control? So if I'm living in a situation that, honestly, there's not much I can do, you know, let's say, you know, it, it's not like you can move or you're stuck in a job and there's really nothing you can do about it at the moment, you don't just then sit there and go, oh, well, this is how life is. No, we do have to look at reality and say, all right, this is how life is, but what is my response now? So, you know, I could look at this then and start saying, well, if I continue to complain about this and there's nothing that I can do about it, I'm not going to be finding my inner peace because the more that I'm going to be complaining about it, the more out of sync I'm going to be with what's important in my life and the more stress I'm going to start to feel. Where if I look at the situation in a different view, and start saying, well, this is just the way it is. So let's, you know, just kind of move on with life and look for other opportunities or set myself up for other opportunities. The more that I can do that and start to put myself in control of my own feelings, my own thoughts, well, that's going to change almost everything. You know, it's not going to change the situation itself but it's gonna change how I view that situation. Once I change how I view that situation, well, things are gonna change. Now, you know, I, I do wanna say, I, I, I'm saying a lot of this based off of what I'm trying to learn myself. You know, I, I was on a uh, interview just the other day and, uh, you know, I was talking with the host and the host had said, you know, something to the effect of, well, you know, it seems like, uh, you know, your life is pretty much in order. Uh, you know, how did you do that? And I chuckled for a minute because, you know, the reality is just because I might be talking this stuff doesn't mean that my life would be perfect either. So if you're sitting over there judging and saying, well, nice for him, but, you know, not working for me. No, because not long ago I was, you know, in, in the same predicament saying, you know, none of this stuff is going to work. This is just, you know, pie in the sky stuff. But the reality is if we try hard every day at refocusing ourselves, if we really make a conscious decision to say, look, I want to live in union with my beliefs and my values, I'm going to eventually feel that peace. And once I begin to feel that peace, I'm not going to want to get rid of it. And when I'm tempted to get rid of it, 
I'm going to try to do everything in my power. Ooh, the light just popped on. What does that mean? See, you never know what happens in the shed. But, you know, as I was saying, so when things go well, like more light, when things go well, see, I feel more at inner peace, and I'm going to want to keep it. And to me, that's part of that secret. It's a secret that's really not a secret. It's something that we all can learn. And what I want to say is that there's nothing special about me. It's just that I've taken some time and some steps into trying to make this work. And now I want to share that message with you. And that's basically what I had said to, uh, you know, the uh, interviewer the other day that, you know, it's just something that I want to share. It's just something that has worked for me and seems to work for other people. So if we can get the message out, then maybe it's going to work for more people. And I do believe in the domino effect. You know, one person affects another, affects another, affects another. You know, and when you think about it, if if you're constantly around negative people, you yourself are going to start thinking and feeling negatively. Same is true on the opposite. If you're hanging around a lot of positive people, that's going to start to rub off. It might be annoying at first, but it's going to start to rub off. So it really is about perspective. It really is about how I'm feeling with myself, and that's going to help influence how I feel about the world around me. You know, there's a quote, and I use this quote often. Um, You know, it's from uh, the Talmud that says, we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. So it's we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. In other words, the way that I believe and view myself is going to influence the way that I see the world around me, other people, situations, and the like. So if I really don't like myself, if I'm really having issues with who I am, If, you know, there's just things going on, um, you know, in me that just seems very negative, I am not at all going to look outside and say, oh, look at that wonderful sun or look at that beautiful sunset. No, that's not how I'm going to view it. Because I don't like myself. Why am I going to like any of that stuff? You know, a true story, when, when I was in college, and, and I say this to my students all the time, um, you know, the, there was this professor that uh, every morning, didn't matter, every morning, if you walked up to him and said, good morning, he would look at you with the sternest look and say, don't tell me what kind of morning to have. Yep. Don't tell me what kind of morning to have. He was not a happy man. Uh, He wouldn't let anybody sit with him during meals. Um, If you forced your way to sit there, he would ignore you. This is just how he felt on the inside. Now, he had his reasons. I, I understand those. But other people were in his situation as well and have come out of that situation different. They have come out on a positive end. So, you know, you could look at this and say, well, he's got a reason for this. 
All right. I, I agree. He's got a reason to be upset. Um, but even if we have a reason, we still have the choice. Do I want to live that way? Now, if you do, that's fine. I mean, go enjoy yourself, you know. Well, I guess if you want to live miserably, you're not enjoying yourself. But, but go ahead, you know, li live the way that you want to live. But don't complain about your situation or the way that you're living if this is something that you're choosing to do. Again, you can't choose your circumstance necessarily, but you can choose the way that you view that circumstance. And for me, this is why I don't really promote people saying, well, my life's goal is to be happy. No. Because this happiness comes and goes. This happiness is too dependent upon uh, feelings, too dependent upon things, too dependent upon situations. But you see, if we start to promote living in conjunction with who you are, if we start to promote and look at a life goal being that I want to find inner peace, you see, that doesn't really matter um, how you look at it. You know, what that is just saying is, well, if life is bad right now, I can still have peace within myself. I could feel miserable. I could feel sad. I could feel angry. I could feel out of control. I could feel any of those things. But I could still have peace within myself because regardless of what I'm feeling, well, I'm still in line with who I am. So that's kind of the message I was thinking of today. Um, you know, if, if there's comments, I appreciate everybody who's uh, joined. Um, you know, if you have comments, questions, feel free. Um, I believe I can post this up later. So if you want to spread the word, if you, if you liked this, um, you know, spread the word and let other people know because I'll throw it up on the Facebook page. I'm assuming that I can do that. I think I can. I said I've never done this one before, so I'm, I'm going to have to play around with it a little bit. Um, uh, thank you about the great topic. Appreciate that. Um, so if people do like the concept of the Shed Talk, I might be willing to do this weekly or, or more often than that. Um, you know, again, just throw me a line, let me know, uh, you know, if, if this is something that you would be interested in for me to continue, spread the word about it, and um, any topics you would like me to cover, uh, just let me know. And, you know, maybe down the road we'll uh, bring on some guests uh, joining me either on Facebook or in the shed or whatever. So, all right, I appreciate your time. And I'm going to see what I can now do with this video now that I'm done with it. And uh, look forward to any of your comments. Spread the word. And I hope that you uh, have a very peace-filled and mindful day. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. 
And I hope that the message in this episode has inspired you and given you some of the tools that you need to find peace in your life. If you found those tools and you found this to be inspiring and you know of others who also need these tools, please share this podcast with them. Let them know of the opportunities out there that they too can find their inner peace. Thank you very much for the sharing. Thank you for listening and have a very mindful day. listening to this episode with Chris Shea. Learn more about Chris Shea by visiting his website, www.lifesjourneyblog.com.